What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Stephen CDP Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime, Dante Chase Bridges, aka Dante Papa Bear Chase Bridges, oh. on the quiet. Well, mildly quiet stone. Yeah, because you know, you got the hat. You've been really Rico Suave right now. Shut the hell up. All right. Do what we do. All right. Said it together. That would make us the podcast of the brothers because I say things backwards because I'm too cool. I see. You are too cool for school, right? Yes. All right. Let's continue. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in for quite a show. When I say we're in for quite a show, I mean we're in for quite a show because we have one of those special, special, special relationship accountability episodes. Oh, yes. People going to be mad as shit on we, that. They are going to be pissed, <laughs> especially the ones of the feminine nature. Uh-huh. It's going to be brutal. I'm going to go ahead and prime my inbox, make sure it's ready to receive the salacious and mm-hmm. mildly flirtatious fucking messages y'all gonna be sending because of this. Yeah, because... And, yeah, um... Yeah. Because that's something that people... Like, we don't talk about that, but a lot of... I had to tell somebody, a lot of times when, you know, somebody... I ain't even gonna say just women. When yeah. they be sending you all that wild stuff, be like, oh, I can't believe what you said. I hate your content. They be mildly flirting with you. Because if you continue the conversation, they'll be like... I'm mad at you, and you be like, "All right, I got you. I see what the hell about to happen here." I ain't gonna lie. I, I close my inbox <laughs> I, I, for shit I, I like that. I don't even here. deal with that dumb shit. I close my inbox for that shit for that exact reason. I just don't care. Talking all that big stuff, and then you get that "I'm mad at you" message, and you be like, "Yeah, I bet you." But why? Why are you mad at me? <laughs> I like, bet you are mad, babe. Because you ready for love. Well, anyway, we have a real interesting topic, and we're going to get it. Cracking, but first, we got a little something we like to call town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what do you have for us? So, shout out to the people that made this worthwhile us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> also, shout out to the people that you can catch the brothers podcast on. We are on 40 of them things called podcast engines. So, in your spare time, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. I him all this. You can Google the brothers. That's T H A B R U T H A S. That's the brothers on Google. And I want to give a shout out to a couple of businesses. Shout out to Angelina Edwards, who got the clothing line that been, you know, you need to get you a Nike jumpsuit. You need to get you a thermal, Louis Vuitton thermal. You need to get you a uh, uh, Hermes Thermal. You need to get all that type of stuff. I want you to contact the young lady Angelina Edwards. That is Angelina Edwards. And shout out to all the black-owned businesses that actually do good-ass service. Damn. That's... Because a lot of y'all be slacking. Junior's Jerk Chicken on 129th and oh, Ashland. Finally, oh, you finally put them on black. Junior's huh? Jerk Chicken on 129th oh. and Ashland. Y'all niggas need the clothes. And then they got a sign up there that say support black owned business. No, don't destroy black owned business. Nigga, you're destroying yourself. We ain't got to help. I saw somebody come in there. One time, an old lady came in there with her daughter because they had cussed the old lady out. Daughter came in there looking to whoop somebody's ass. But they playing like they don't know what's happening. They're not ready for they, the... No, nah, they weren't... <laughs> don't steal my song. <laughs> <laughs> Said, I want you... They was not ready for this. Then I'm sitting there waiting on my food. It's been an hour and a goddamn half for a four-piece jerk. Here come the little girl that was hiding from the lady. Come in there talking about, ooh, girl, they almost had me. 
Oh, God damn. Can I get some of that chicken? She go take the chicken to a man outside. They eat it and was laughing at the girl. Mm-hmm. That's how unprofessional I'm talking about. I wouldn't even put y'all on blast if y'all wasn't some of the most unprofessional mother I've ever seen in my life. Damn. So that is Junior's Jerk Chicken on 129th and Ashland, people. Please don't go there. They run out of lettuce. They run out of chicken. They run out of tortillas because I like jerk tacos. They run out of all that shit every single day. They tried to charge me $2 for a little cup of jerk sauce. One time I came in there and somebody said they ain't had no jerk sauce. And the jerk sauce was literally in the goddamn refrigerator. So people don't support that, okay? No support. Let, let's do better now. Don't don't take advantage because we talking about black-owned businesses. All right? Because there are bad ones. So support the good ones like Angelina Edwards. Yes, shout out. Uh, who, you got one. Our, our good friend, our number one fan, Keisha Hudson, with her her brand, Pretty AF. My Pretty AF. It's on Instagram. You can also follow her on Keisha Hudson on Instagram again. Uh, again, that brand name is called My Pretty AF. Of course, you're welcome, Angelina. Thanks for tuning in. Girl, we appreciate you. Please mm-hmm. stick around. This is gonna be an interesting conversation. Sure is, man. How do you start a watch party? Because I don't know how to start a watch party. Oh man, don't worry about that. I've been doing that for three goddamn years. I know. I just, you're, apparently <laughs> the, you you're apparently the better person at this time. I, <laughs> I don't, don't worry about this. This is a complicated I don't, I don't task. Have, I don't have the 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 the, the, the okay? This is a complicated task that I look like I'm not really trying with. Yeah, but I, I, see, I, I do this every year. I'm not social media. Literate for a lot of reasons, and I'm glad that I'm not. So it's just it is what it is. Hey man. man, don't worry about it. But you need to talk to the people, man. Tell them okay. what you got going on. So, so of course, shout out to our usual suspects. Shout out to our homeboy, my brother, our bro- his brother from another mother, our official DJ JMC with his brands. Day Dreams to Reality is the record label and his whole brand. We also shout out his podcast, the world's greatest podcast, and Project X on Whoa There TV. Whoa There TV on YouTube. Be sure to check it out. Of course, like he said, shout out Angelina Edwards for our brand Starlight Beauty and Apparel. Be sure to get that hookup. As always, also shout out our homegirl, Lanyel Dover, her aka Yoshi. Her nickname is Yoshi for Yoshi's Choice. Get your catering now. If you're down Yoshi the table, babe. food looks so damn mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And I done seen food, but Yoshi food looks so goddamn good. I don't know what she be throwing in that food. But it be all colorful. It be all bright. It be that good. Like, if you seen Yoshi, look like she know how to cook. Right. It's just some about her that I trust. And I don't be trusting people with my food. It's only about two people I'll let really cook my food if I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. That's my mama and me. Other than that, I don't really trust people with my food, but I would literally, I would literally eat from Yoshi's Choice. I'm glad that that's Yoshi's Choice. Yoshi's Choice. That's a, always a good thing. Yeah. And of course, shout out to you, our viewers. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in each and every single week. Thank you for that plug. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. You're not going to run through our usual suspects? Our usual suspects is a guy named Kevin Mumphries that's put mm-hmm. us on in the podcast game, sort. <laughs> but sort. he was uh, actually a, 
a big piece of why we became syndicated in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Shout out to Kevin Mumphrey from WIAN Radio in Nashville, Tennessee, where you can also catch the Brothers Podcast, okay? So Google that. Or you can just go on the WIAN Radio's website and Google the Brothers. You get my uh, biography, his biography, and you'll find out a little bit more about these dudes because we ain't just two people that just wake up and just do a podcast all of a sudden. No. You got backstories. So if you want to find out about us, visit the website at wianradio.com and learn more about Dante Chase Bridges and Stephen City P. Watson, all right? Mm-hmm. It's good for your health. It's good for your soul. Know who you're talking to. Please do. Know who you're working with. Yeah. Know who you're watching, all right? So yep. visit WIAN Radio. And also, if you got any type of businesses, you got any type of things that you want to advertise, what I want you to do is not hit me in my inbox, but I want you to go to the brothers one at gmail.com. That's the brothers one at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I want you to send me the email. Keep it professional. Keep the profanity out of it. If you got to cuss, I don't really care. But all I'm saying is, if you really want to get down on the business side of the game, brothers one gmail.com. Okay? Mm-hmm. All information. So send that out to us, all right? All right. So, is that we, uh, we're done with all that? We're done with the wrap-up? We're done with everything? I don't know. Are we done with everything? I guess we are. The hell you asking? You a part of this, too. Okay, because, you know... Uh, this is... This is a show that we, we gotta brace. We gotta brace ourselves for this because this is about to get real, real yes. fast. And not to mention the fact that you still ain't told me how to do a wash party. Hey, look. Oh, at least tag somebody. All right. Hey, hey, just, just be easy. All right, man. I'm <laughs> right, right, slapping at the knees, folks. Cause man, it's frustrating to me. I don't understand why I'm so social media illiterate at the wrong time. This nigga's frustrated. I am frustrated. <laughs> I don't understand. Fuck you, slapping the knees. Oh no, social media is just annoying me. I hate it. Slap your knees at me, goddamn. Buy my own social media platform and make it simple for myself. But anyway, I am not about to run a tutorial in the middle of this damn show for you, bro. That's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Just, okay, it's goddamn. Okay. Don't worry about it. I got, Sorry, I got that. Man. Anyway, so ladies and gentlemen, we're about to dive into today's topic, and today's topic is going to ruffle some feathers, like we said it is. It's called our toxic what? No, I was just one. Okay, I was so our toxic relationships. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I forgot the name. I'm sorry. Okay, and everybody that's in the watch parties and that's viewing this, there's a guy by the name of Brandon Brown that's going to be uh, probably saying some obscene shit. <laughs> you won't call him out like that already. <laughs> because I just got to prep anybody that's in there. So when he does, hey, he the homie. Just go along. It's called dialogue. Y'all just... Okay. <laughs> don't get too offended. Okay, bottom line is what... Okay, we can get the topic. Let's rephrase this topic again. The topic is, are we too toxic for healthy relationships? Why don't you tell the people what was inspired by? This was inspired by a video, a recent video that came out around Valentine's Day weekend by a young lady, of course, we know by the name of B. Simone. And B. Simone gave a hot take. Well, not say really a hot take, but it's a take that maybe a lot of women aren't too happy to hear. Would you like to hear what she said? Of course you do, because we got it queued up and ready for you. Let's mute the music. And we want y'all to listen to exactly what the girl named B. Simone was saying. Oh, shit, we got a call already. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. He's already jumped on it. 
call on the line. What's your name and where you're calling from? You're on a mildly quiet storm right now. <laughs> the mildly quiet storm. Yo, that's crazy. The ladies, mildly and gentlemen, quiet. ladies and gentlemen, if you help recognize that voice, it is our longtime brother on the show, a favorite guest of ours, our good, your friendly neighborhood, Reggie. Reggie, what's going on, man? What's good, bro? What's going on? What's going on? Now, man, I know, I know out of everybody that I know, I know you got something to say about this topic, man. Yeah. I know this. Because we're about to actually play the video, the actual video of Miss B. Simone and what she said. So we're going to give the audience a minute to see it. I know he's already exasperating, but let's go ahead and hear what she got to say first, and then we're going to dive into it. Ready? Here we go. All right, all right. Go ahead. Valentine's Day. I love you. Sing out on Valentine. I will be your Valentine. I will be your little boo for today. Because it's going to be long. But I'm going to start a little love challenge. Because you already know we manifest in love. Right, because it's not being loud enough. We got to troubleshoot right quick, man. So call back in less than three minutes. All right, all right, all right, fine. All right, call that <laughs> God damn it, I wanted to say right. something. <laughs> that nigga Reggie disappointed. Right, he's, ready, he's, ready, he's ready to get it in. That nigga had a bottle of whiskey. Stop, women. The animals out here, bitch. We're manifesting love. But here's the little challenge. We got all these things we want in a man. A list of things. He got to be tall. He got to be dark. He got to be handsome. He got to have pretty teeth. He got to be a family man. He got to be financially stable. He got to be rich. He got to be successful. He got to be all these things. And we ain't even have the things on that list. He got to be a family man. Bitch, you may talk to your mama in six months, but you want him to be a family man. Mm. He got to be financially stable. Your account is in the negative, ma'am. Overdraft me. He got to have a job. You need to go fill out some applications because you're still unemployed. Mm. He got to have pretty teeth. You ain't seen a dentist in six years. And you got that gap. He got to have a six-pack and be in shape. You can't even walk up a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing. Get your life together. This whole list that he got to be. You ain't even half the things on that list. So this is what I challenge you to do. So we can manifest love all 2021. Make that list of that perfect dream man that you got in your mind. Then, <laughs> what I did... Make a list of the type of woman he would need right by his side. You want him to be in shape? You need to get to the gym. Equally yoked, bitch. You want him to be financially stable? Well, you need to start saving. Because you can't keep a dime to your name. Huh? You want him to be a family man? Call your mama. You become a family woman. Heal your traumas before you put all this shit on him. You want him to be patient. Bitch, your patience is thin. You want him to be understanding. You the least understanding person in your circle of friends, but he gotta be understanding? Fix you. Fix you. Whatever you want, become that. Ugh. Fuck. <laughs> he gotta be in shape. Bitch, you eat chips every day. You heal. Let's become the person we want to attract. How about that? Huh? That's the challenge. He's bird. So, that's pretty much in a nutshell what she said. And apparently, that is not what women want to hear. 
Now, why do you say that? Did he get some pushback from the women? Of course she did get pushback from the women. Why would she not get pushback from the women? Because Talk to what us this about mean, it. Because what this means is, this is another example of being accountable for the relationships that you are in or trying to pursue. The problem is, is that a lot of women have this understanding, this mindset of the type of man that they want, but they don't in any way, shape, or form, or in a lot of ways don't have the ability to match that energy. They are not at that level. That's not what it was the saying, practice what you preach. Right. They don't do that. So what B Simone is saying is calling out women for saying you want this but aren't really willing to work for it. You're not at that stature yet. You're not at that point where you deserve that type of man. And he's back again. Of course, we live fights in Reggie Reg, what's good, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know you heard, man. I know you heard the video, didn't you? Well, he's always Yeah, part of it. So, I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it a dozen times in ad nauseum. And I don't know, for the life of me, I don't know why y'all, you two, played it in specific. Because all she did was quote the same shit I've been saying for the past 15 years plus. Damn. That is true. This that is true. <laughs> all right, well, well, break down what you feel about that, Reg. We went real quick. All right, uh, the, the shortest version is uh, I've basically been saying that a lot of these people, a lot of these women who listening to laundry list of things, that this guy absolutely has to have no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. They don't have a fraction of that themselves. I even go further and say, if they found a male version of them, they wouldn't give them any pussy. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty bold. So why you figure that? Why you figure if they found a male version of who they are projecting themselves to be, that they would not even want to stay in that relationship for a month, two, three, even four? Why you feel like that, bro? I mean, because we, I mean, we hear it ad nauseum. Uh, I, women go, I need a man and he can't have no kids and no baby mamas. Meanwhile, she got two baby fathers. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, he have to make six figures. Meanwhile, she she don't. Right. It's all about and, you gotta accommodate them. Right. And all these things that they gotta have. So I just start asking them like, yo, if you found a guy that's in the exact same situation as you, I'm talking about um monetarily living situation would you give them a chance mm-hmm. and, and eight times out of ten it's like no <laughs> now let <laughs> me play like, well, let me play a little devil's advocate with you just for the people go ahead, go ahead. so everyone says that there's a double standard mm-hmm. so for a man it's assumed in our society 
that he should doesn't mean that he will or even that he's in a position to, but they assume he should have the money, the resources, the cars, the clothes, whatever it needs to support that woman. So do you do you feel that the woman would not give that man that is on, let's say, on her level as far as financially the time of day? Because she's running off of what they say she should have or because a man is supposed to protect and provide for the woman. All right. I'm, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something real dismissive. So hang on with me to the end. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, going, I'm going to say the answer to that question doesn't matter. And here's why. The reason the answer to that question doesn't matter is because we as men, we have to ask ourselves, what does what we want, want? What is and, and it's coming to, uh, it's coming to a day and age now where women have to do the same. And that's just that. It's one of those things that that go that that all this equality everybody's screaming about. Yeah, that's one. That's a part of it. Uh huh. I will give I will give credit where credit is due is because we're now approaching a time and an era where now men are kind of we're no longer just talking about accountability. We're forcing the accountability to be made have when it comes to the women we're dealing with because. It's too much of this chit chat, chit chat, chit chat. Oh, this you did this, you did this to me, and it's always a lot of finger pointing. It's just like, no, here's where you're wrong, and we're going to break it down to where you're wrong. So now we're approaching that, and it's starting to be a dynamic shift. You notice that? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've experienced it. Hey, Reggie, Reg, man, appreciate you calling though, bro. We gon' we gotta go ahead and tackle this issue, man. Wish you was here, bro, man. Yeah, 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 you yeah, come yeah. on the show, bro. It's all good. All right, man. All right, appreciate bro. it, man. Peace. So. It's time. It is time. So, basically, what are we to say about this? Like, what are we supposed to understand? Because does, to, to, does a level of toxicity have to exist for us to have at least a meaningful relationship? Should we invite toxicity into our relationships in order to have that? Like... Well, it sounds kind of like a bad accident waiting to happen. You know, we were having a con. Well, I was talking to you about this concept that I had thought of. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe that most people, and I'm going to go on a limb and say most women, mm-hmm. need a level of toxicity, a level of negativity yeah. inside of the relationship in order to keep what they feel is chemistry going because one thing that you don't understand is a lot of the things that we ask for in relationships is so simple that thing that you keep asking him to do call you every day it could be so simple that thing as far as not arguing it could be so simple just not to argue but see the net net of it is 
when you get rid of all of the conflict inside of the relationship, mm -hmm. my theory is that the sexual tension and the actual chemistry goes down. Right. So a lot of times I believe that we sabotage our relationships unconsciously, not because we just want to be bad people, but we fear the chemistry leaving no sexual tension anymore. And the man may feel that the woman may get bored and eventually want to leave him. I was about so, to say that too. So we allow a lot of conflict to go on. And it's not because we're bad people. Like I said, we know exactly what it needs. If you're 30, 33, 34, 35, you know how to stop an argument with your lady. You know how to say, okay, I was wrong, I do this. Okay, I was wrong, I need to do this better. But we literally keep this tension going because we understand on the subconscious level that once the sex, once the chemistry leaves, once the tension leaves, is that woman even ready to have a conflict-free relationship and not be bored? Right. That's something that a lot of people don't ask themselves. Are you ready for a normal, healthy relationship? Do you actually know what that means? Because here's the thing about this is that here's a vice that a lot of women don't want to admit, though, to this. They enjoy drama in their relationships they enjoy a level of toxicity in their relationships it gives it makes it so basically in a way is if there's no drama there's no story to tell and what do women love having a story to tell and i think one thing that we don't really consider when we say drama that's very vague yes but drama is literally emotions and emotions inside of any relationship is what makes it have that spark that's what make you wake up and think about that person because you feel some form of emotion for them. Right. So a lot of times when you don't know how to be in a normal, healthy relationship, you tend to generate unnecessary drama, right. a.k.a. emotions. And so then you sit back and ask yourself, wait a minute. These niggas just came on here and said that I cannot have a relationship without having some form of toxicity in it. Mm -hmm. That's not true. But what you must understand is... If you are not maintaining a marriage right now, do you know your success for a relationship rate is literally a zero? Mm -hmm. So at some point you have to look at yourself and say, wait a minute. If I have conflict resolution skills, if I am this independent, intelligent woman or even a man, but we're going to talk about the women right now. Right. How can how come I was not able to cure what was inside of the relationship. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because like I said, unconsciously, you feared that if everything became normal and healthy, conflict-free, y'all wouldn't have that same spark. No. You wouldn't wake up in the middle of the night and wanna give him some. You wouldn't see him when he was making breakfast for y'all, slide down a little thing and do what y'all doing. Because you know you cannot generate that sexual tension and that chemistry if you have a normal relationship. And I can just feel the pushback. I can feel it in my inbox right now. It's in my Ashamarasta. I can feel that you are trying to do this. Don't go in my this. inbox. I'm not, <laughs> don't go in my personal inbox, please. I'm but not for that. the thing that I would say to you is, instead of thinking of it like, ah, he's wrong. Why don't you challenge yourself and look into your past relationships? See, when you had the hottest sex, you may think it was conflict-free, or you may have been running on that faulty wiring, which is, I need tension in order for me to feel like this is bait. But see, we're the only ones in Western society feel this way. You know what's a prime example? And we talk about toxic relationships and everything. You know what's a perfect example of that? What's that? 
the movie we saw called Malcolm and Marie that just came out this past weekend on Netflix. Well, yes, I've been yes, yes. for a couple of weeks. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is a perfect example of a relationship that requires a level of toxicity just to be interesting and to keep evolving. Mm. Now, if you have watched it, I'm not, we're not going to spoil it for you, but if you have not seen it, for the love of everything that is holy, brace yourselves before you watch this movie. Because right. I promise you, it's on Netflix. It's starring John David Washington and Zendaya. It's called Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. If you watch this movie, I promise you, you might get a little triggered. Because this breaks down every single thing that we have talked about when it comes to relationships and the toxicity of it. I mean, this is basically where we evolve in the toxicity when it comes to relationships. It's that real yes, in this is. movie. It's only an hour and 42 minutes, and it only stars two people, and I have never had flashbacks with my past <laughs> relationships before in my life as many times it was when I saw that movie and I heard these arguments. I told you, it was my spirit movie. I, I, I remember it vividly. Because, damn. Mm. That's all I can say is because, damn. Steve, I got a question for What's you, up? man. All right, man. Now, you can say yes or no to this question, okay. but I'm, I'm about to ask it to you. Go ahead. Now... In your personal experience with relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time that you felt that if we did not have conflict, if we didn't argue, fuss, or fight, not that y'all would lose the relationship, mm-hmm. but that the woman would lose interest in you? I can only recall that one time. Normally, times I. Here's the weird part. That I'm going to explain about this. It's not that I was worried about the woman losing a woman too much, but it was more so the fact that, as fucked up as it sounds, I got bored. Mm. I really got bored. There was times in relationships where I feel like we never, where I was with the woman and we never argued, and I'm just sitting there like, "Aren't you mad at anything that I do?" <laughs> Aren't you upset with anything that I have done or said or anything? It go, it went for so long before I just like, at some point I had to start a fucking argument. This so, be, but wait a minute. Why did you feel that you had to start an argument? Because the weird part of me. This wait, is wait, wait, wait. Let, let, me, let me frame it for you. Why did you feel that you need to start an argument mm-hmm. where it seemed like y'all was having a normal, healthy relationship? I mean, it seemed like y'all wasn't not getting along. It seemed like that y'all was communicating if mm-hmm. y'all were communicating. What the hell made you inside your spirit feel like if you did not have conflict with this woman that, hey, it's a ticking time, mom, and I'm shit? Well, see, the thing is, is that a part of me felt like to have a normal relationship, there has to be some conflict. Mm, Because myself and the girl I'm with can't possibly always be on the same page every single time. That actually kind of seems weird to me. Like, we're too similar. Like, I want there to be some conflict. I want them to have, like, almost like they have their own independent mind and an independent thought process in order to say, okay, this is the level of normalcy I can understand. Because I'm not looking for an all-out brawl or an all-out verbal jabs at each other. Mm. What I'm looking for is simple disagreement. Maybe even a little bit of a heated disagreement, but a disagreement what so sometimes here or there. So when I get that, it says, okay, I know you're always 
agreeing with me or always sided with me, you do think there are some things that I do wrong. Do you do you think there are some things that I say are wrong? And I want you to attack that. I want you to give me your opinion or understand where I'm coming from, where I can understand where you're coming from, and so I can figure out that, yeah, this is how our relationship is supposed to work. Mm. We're not supposed to always be on the same page. And we truth be so not every relationship is always on the same page. That's true. That's true. It's That's not true. at all. That's true. So I do believe that there has to be a level of conflict that has exists. Now, if you say you believe there should be a level of conflict, is that you admitting that inside of you, mm-hmm. you feel that if there isn't some form of toxicity, because these are interchangeable words, that the relationship is not to its fullest potential. Mm. It's, hard to, it's hard to say this. Yeah. It's hard to say this. And we're not just talking about women. We're going to put ourselves on the spot with this. And to be honest with you, it's conflict like that will always leave a man to the mindset that we're not at that place. You're right. It's absolutely correct. Men have a tendency to not be fully satisfied in their relationships. And sometimes we have to do things or say things that kind of get the ball rolling into that direction. Hopefully it works. Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. Mm-hmm. But the point is to have these conflicts so we can iron out the issues that are necessary to put us on that path. Now, like I said, it could backfire. You could end up making a situation worse. It tends to happen sometimes. A lot of times. <laughs> um, most of the times. But the point is, is to make <laughs> the effort to try to evolve the relationship. Okay. So... I would say, what is it, Ryan? What is he asking? Are you at? Are you seeking conflict or development? It's actually a good question. I can answer that. Go ahead. Now uh, we're gonna go to the spiritual side of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you have to understand that relationships are a mirror. They're not just something that you get in to have a good time. They're not something you get in just to have sex or make love or whatever you're doing. Relationships are truly a mirror and the things that's not settled in you the things that's messed up inside your spirit nine times out of ten you've pulled that partner to you to fix it Mm -hmm. and i don't know too many things that you can fix that doesn't require a little wrenching a little hard work and a whole lot of goddamn conflict so when you say is are you looking for conflict or are you looking for development those are not two separate things. That's actually one and the same. It's just one is the first process and one is the last process. You're going to have to have the conflict in order to have that development. Me personally, if I'm being completely honest, I have never got to the next level mentally, spiritually in my life without some form of pain from a woman. Right. Every single time that I've had a painful relationship, painful breakup, it could have crippled me. It could have made me feel like, God damn, I don't even think that I can get up today to go get me some breakfast or some cereal. It could be that type of pain. Y'all know that pain you sitting in yeah, the bed looking at the window and shit, just 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 hoping that somebody call you. You know that type and of pain. And be real. Let's be men and be real about this. A lot of people say, I've never experienced it. Like, that. Shit. Kill that ego <laughs> shit for one second. Everybody's been hurt before. I'm 35 years old. I've been through the gambit. That's there's, why I can talk about this. There's been hurt from people that we still haven't healed from fairly yet because we haven't discussed it yet. 
I can give you that. Yeah. So it's like, come on now, people. Let's be real about ourselves. We have been hurt before. Mm-hmm. But like you said, all this is a learning mechanism. We all have to learn from our pain. We have to be able to attack this and understand what we did was wrong or what we thought the other partner did was wrong and learn that we cannot bring that to the next relationship. Now, I got a question for everybody. Uh, This is kind of a two-part question. Now, we're talking about toxic relationships and and what makes it toxic is two people that can't get over the bad shit that's going on inside of their own brains, okay? Mm -hmm. So, how do you all feel about being with a partner that know they got some issues, know they got some negative shit that can sabotage a relationship, that can make the relationship go astray, that is detrimental for them and you if you're in a relationship with them. They see it, they even can address it, they're even aware of it, but they still decide when the going gets tough to live in that. Let's say, for example, if they like to sabotage relationships by clamming up and telling the person, I don't want to be with you anymore. And some people do. I, I'm going to put myself on the stage. This is that? one of my sabotage habits. Man. When I'm in a relationship and my feelings overcome my ability to process what's going on, mm-hmm. I tend to sabotage in this way. I tend to tell somebody, well, we can disconnect if you want to. We can stop this if you want to. And that's, that's something that I have to deal with. Right. But what happens when you have two people that are aware of their negative toxic behavior and they still won't do anything about it? Not only do anything about it, but they expect the other person to change and to adapt to some bad, horrible shit about them. Mm. What do you say to that person? What do you say to a person that may be suffering from horrible jealousy issues? But instead of them coping and trying to heal from that, they tell you that you can't go out. You can't look at my friends. You, when we go out to a restaurant, you better not look at the waiter. All this shit happens all the time. Mm. You better not say this. I don't like the tone when you said thank you to the cashier. I didn't like all that. Sp- what what the hell are you saying, honey, to the dude at Target for? This nigga just <laughs> ringing your bags up. All right, look straight. Are you eyeballing him? What happens when that person wants you to adapt to their bad and negative behavior? Man. You want to try to tackle that a little bit, bro? I don't even know how you tackle that. <laughs> well, step, well, step, I, by I, I'm, step. I'm, I'm going to take, take a swing at it. I'm going to take a swing at it. How do you adapt by that? How do you adapt to that? How you simply adapt to that is, first of all, you have to be willing to accept that. If you stick around for stuff like that, you actually get a kick out of it. And that may be a problem. That you might like that type of drama and trauma in your relationship to keep it interesting. But maybe that's some unpacked issues that you have within yourself and in your life that you are allowing and tolerating this to happen. Mm-hmm. So how would I do it? Sometimes you have to learn to just burn the bridge and move on. And even if it's hurt, even if it hurts, even if it's painful, even if it's destructive, sometimes, like I said, you have to burn that bridge and just move the fuck on. And keep it moving. And just, that's it. I got some pushback to that, though. Oh. Okay. Right. I got some pushback to it. Uh, the reason I'm pushing back is because I believe that we are so used to burning the bridge. Mm-hmm. Peace, I'm out. I'm not dealing with your shit. That we forget at the end of the day. If we attracted this person to us, nine times out of ten, whatever they showing us is some shit that's wrong with us, actually. 
Okay? So when you piece deuces, you're actually missing the class that you're enrolled in that you're supposed to get over your shit with. So a lot of us always do that. We always run when it gets hard or we run when we feel disrespected or we run when we feel marginalized or we run when that person seems like they're losing interest. It could be inside us. Maybe we are uh, seeking more attention than a normal relationship is supposed to give us, but we tend to run. My thing is, in a nutshell, if you want to become a better person, if you're on that side of the game, mm-hmm. Unless that person is physically abusing you, unless that person is verbally abusing you, and just for the sake of this, I'm going to say a couple of cuss words. If they are calling you names like bitch, pussy, you know, that's for the women because, you know, sometimes, you know, when your mouth... When when, when you get there, you know, y'all mouths can cut through steel. So don't act like y'all ain't never called a man that before. But all those types of things, if they're not physically or verbally or mentally abusing you like gaslighting you or uh making you feel like you're going crazy if they're just simply agitating you or making you look at the bullshit that's inside of you because mm-hmm. they are a mirror of you then i believe that you should stay in that relationship and the reason i feel that is soon as you get past that soon as you realize that wait a minute it's not that person it's me. This is the issue I got to deal with. If this person is always triggering me uh, from flirtation, the issue I may have to deal with is being a overly jealous man. So instead of me running away from that person, let me work on my triggers. And guess what happened if you stayed in a relationship when somebody doing something and you work on it and you heal from it? Mm-hmm. You want to know what happens? What? Nine times out of ten... That person is going to get up and leave any goddamn way yeah. because you you have a different vibe now. You 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 don't get triggered, so your energy is shifting. And they was probably attracted to that hurt shit inside of you in the first place. I, I have a question. Go ahead, push me. But when it ain't hurt no more, <laughs> <laughs> that person is going to leave. It happens all the time. That's when you feel like you're on two different pages, or you're growing and your partner isn't. What you got to talk about? I got one question I wanted to ask you when during your dialogue. At what period of your life does that happen in? Give me some more uh, context. Okay, so I'm a firm believer that age plays a big factor in how you evolve in your relationships. So when you say, when we say things like we... If you're done dealing with the toxicity of a relationship, we just cut the bridge and move on. That's more f- so for a younger mindset, okay. like in the 20s, necessarily. Let's say for respect, we're at our age, we're at what, 35 apiece. We're 35. both at 35. We're both at an age where we're beyond and we have moved on and we have matured from the mindset of just simply cutting the string and move on. We actually tried to adapt. That. Now I'm not I'm not gonna be a hypocrite here. Now there's sometimes I revert back to what I used to be, yeah. and that's a person that can be very disconnected. But you have to be distanced, and you know this about me, right? I know. <laughs> but you but that's has been reached to when you had a certain breaking point as you right. it now. Right, right. Back then you didn't have enough patience. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of do, but you even you have your breaking points of that's it. Right. So if we come to that conclusion and say, does age play a factor into that? Because I believe the older you get and when you get around our age, the more mature and understanding 
that you become with a certain, when it comes to certain situations like this. Definitely. So definitely, now definitely. you have to come to a situation where like, okay, I can't just cut bridge and move on. I can't cut the cord and just go. Right, right. There is something we can work on. If I care about this person enough, though, there's something we can work on together. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not completely out there. Like, it's completely, like, beyond any reconciliation. We can try to work on this together before I say I've had enough. Right. So, I believe that age does play a factor when you say you want to just... Cut loose and move on, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna give it some more time to work on. I think age plays a big factor, and but the caveat of it is, mm-hmm. even though you may be mature in age, you might not be mature in mentality. You know, there is a such thing as an old fool. Yeah. You know, so that dude that was 21 could become an old fool when he's 65. But just for the sake of this conversation, age does play a very important part of a man or woman deciding that, okay, these specific toxic things that I do may not be my partner that I keep accusing and keep on getting out of relationships with. Mm -hmm. This might be something that I need to look at. And you know how they say, if somebody, everybody keep on telling you something about yourselves, the common denominator is your ass. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I believe that age with a person that really wants to grow as a person does allow them to look at themselves and say, you know what? Maybe it wasn't all them. Maybe it wasn't all just, I was right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. And this happens in a lot of relationships. If you're right, most of the time. You're probably wrong. Yeah. Often. <laughs> Very often. It's just your perspective and your mindset about the relationship. So age does allow you to be able to look at, to have the experience, to be able to say what they call discern, that is this person doing something that could be detrimental where we can't build on nothing, you know, like cheating or, yeah. or obsessive lying. Because a lot of times, to be unfaithful doesn't always mean that you dipping and slipping in sheets. You can be financially unfaithful by always hiding money or lying about the money you do have or, 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 or taking money from your partner. Mm-hmm. You can be unfaithful in the sense of always telling your partner that you're actually doing something that you're not as far as your career. Right. So there's so many ways you can be unfaithful. Age allows you to be able to have the experience to point that out, see that, and then be able to move in the way that you need be. Okay. So there, this is a twofold question. So on one hand, age allows you to be able to cut bait quick. Because I know that this specific thing, there is no healing for. And if I stay in it, you're going to drown me while I'm trying to save you. Mm -hmm. But age also allows you to say, wait a minute, if we're having disagreements, if we're having fights, I can discern what is a fight that can be salvageable, that we can work on. Mm-hmm. And I can discern when this shit just is a wrap. This is not us being on the same page. Or like I like to say, we're just not compatible in the same way. So age does give you a lot of good mindsets. Yes, but if you're an old fool, I don't give a fuck if you're 85, it won't do nothing for you. And it never will. You got to be willing to grow. And it's all, that's all basically everything about a relationship is, is growth. You have to be able to grow in order to be able to have a proper relationship. If you don't and you stay in the same place, then you're kind of wasting your time and you're wasting your mate's time. And the last thing you want to do is waste each other's time. And trust me, 
part. It's two guys who have been through the whole dang yeah. scene. Wasting time is a big no-no. Definitely, especially at this age, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not only the age, but it's the priorities. Like, what we got to understand is, uh, I'm a master mason, if for anybody that don't know. And one of the principles in master masonry is time, okay? Mm-hmm. Eight, 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 okay? You got eight hours for this, eight hours for that, and you got eight hours for this, mm-hmm. okay? So, a part of one of them eight hours is family. Uh, another part is rest and relaxation. Another part of it is your career, your vocation, and what you do for your purpose. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship is not 24 hours of your time when you get to the point where you are a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman. Right. So for you to be clouded by just relationships literally throws you off your game at the age that we're in. Because we're we're in the out we're not in the fourth quarter. No. But it's about two minutes left till halftime, okay? Right. That's where we're at right now. And so we're about to get into the third quarter, and the stakes are higher, means more, and we 35 late millennials or elderly millennials is what they call us. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody give a shit about us no more. So it's <laughs> damn, sink us. That's, I don't feel like that society feels that way oh, about the millennials. We, nobody gives a shit about us no more. Damn they not. only care about the young coming up, and that's the way it should be. And brainwashing them to be able to whatever way they want to be. At the end of the day, you don't have time to just bask in toxic situations that you don't have the ability to be able to decipher, reason your way out of. Right. Okay? Now, I just want to leave this one caveat. Okay. I said that you don't have the ability to decipher, reason, or get yourself out, which means one thing you need to do is go get you some damn tools in order to be able to communicate with somebody if you're in a toxic situation. It could be an argument. It could be a disagreement. It could be anything. But if you don't have the tools, then shit's going to go wrong. Get you some communication tools. Get you some conflict resolution tools. Mm -hmm. And like I said, one thing I am and one thing I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite. Sometimes I fall short on this. Sometimes I revert back to the old way I used to handle things, which is walking away or dismissing or uh, going. I don't want to say ghost. I never I don't ghost people, but I will become a little bit. Distant, (laughs) a little distant. So you have to have those skills and time should allow you to be able to come out of this shit. Okay. And another thing about that is another special thing is you need patience. Oh, because definitely. patience, God, even, Ooh, if you, shit, even if you feel like your patience is running thin, you kind of got to grit your teeth and just go with the flow of things. Because the thing is, without patience, your relationship's going to fall apart real, real fast. And so you need to just kind of just take a deep breath and work through it. Just woo side out and just keep moving. Because at the end of the day, ain't nothing going to be perfect. These relationships and the toxicity that exists in these relationships, they're there. They're there. And for all intents and purposes, they may not be going anywhere. But you have to be willing to kind of work with that and move forward. If you care about that significant other, you have to be able to show that you can not exactly uh, adapt, but adjust. You gotta be able to tolerate it a little bit more because you know this. You, I'm willing to take the bad in you to get more of the good in you. Okay. Okay. So the thing is, it's like I know you have some flaws, but I know you're a beautiful person. 
And I want to have that beautiful person. I just have to accept the way you are. Everybody's unique in our own way. Mm-hmm. We both have our flaws, but we some bad motherfuckers though. I'm a cold ass. And so dude. it don't I, matter. So I, shit. And uh, and you know what? And the, we have to deal with that. Like any woman that deals with us, we have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you have to be willing to accept the flaws in every human being, the toxicity that is not too much in a person. And just have to be willing to adjust to it and accept it for who they are. It's yeah, that you have to. You got to be able to do it. It's that, that simple. Well, before we wrap this up, yes, I'm gonna go through a couple of comments here because we have a lot of comments. Yeah, our, our relationship shows really like, yeah. pop out the commentary. So let let's let's go back to a little bit of the beginning. And I told you that Brandon was gonna say some wild shit. I said it. Yeah. I banked it. I should have bet some money you know, on that. Man. So let's let's see some good comments. Let's see. What so, G, what are you talking about, man? I'm saying, G, you don't get out there call in too. I'm saying, right? <laughs> so we got B Angie B Angel Konkowski. Oh. She says, I think there's a difference between expressing that something the other person did makes him feel uncomfortable versus trying to control someone's actions based on how they're feeling. That is a difference. There is actually a difference. But the caveat that I would give to that is, what about if you're a person that's not trying to get any type of resolution, you're just a person trying to win the argument. And you know what tends to happen there? It don't matter if that person is right or wrong. You're trying to win the argument. So this is where we come up with the term gaslighting. Because sometimes whether a person is right or wrong, a person that really doesn't even believe in getting to the bottom of things will literally call that person crazy. Say that person is not right. Say that person is not true, whether they believe they're true or not. So there's a thin line between that, but that's absolutely correct. I rock with you on that one. I rock with you. Let's see some others. So we got one that says, let's read one from somebody else. Uh, that's controlling at the point. It's no adapting. I'm over it. It will not change because that person has to be ready to change. Okay. Ready to change. Got to be ready to change. Now, something that I will say about that is, and this is something I've been thinking about. So let's say if, and that was Angelina Evers. So let's say if that person is ready to change. Let's say if that person says, hey, baby, listen, sit down on the couch. I want to talk to you about something. You know, when you tell me I keep walking out, I don't say shit. Every time we get into conflict, I go in the room, play the PlayStation. (laughs) You know that I'm going to change that. I'm not going to do it anymore. And you look at what he's done and you say, "Okay, he's making an effort. Okay, another conflict comes up. Baby, listen. Okay, I know you said don't be out. Goddamn four in the morning. And shit with my boy. I told you I was with my boys. I lied. Okay. I was with I was with a boy and a girl. Then actually a girl. I ain't gonna do none of that type of nothing. No. Uh-uh. I'm done with that. I'm done with all that. Nope. So she said that was a little extreme. But yeah, that was extreme. they're Damn. they're just friends. So she says, okay, he's changing. Where is the line where the woman or the man looks at that person changing to compromise and make them feel better and says oh he wants to be with me and this is healthy and oh he's a goddamn pushover and i can get away with anything 
See, one of the, uh, I was making this point a little earlier. Sometimes in relationships, men and women are actually afraid to change their bad behavior. Because everybody wants to keep a state of intrigue, a state of you can't tell me everything what to do. I'll give you this, but I ain't going to give you that. And that could be one of the most toxic things in the fucking world. Because that's a little bit of bitterness right there. It's almost like you're trying to be defiant for the sake of being defiant. A lot of times in relationships, that's what tends to happen. People know that they have bad negative issues Mm -hmm. that they need to get past, but because they feel if they keep on compromising or changing themselves for the better, then that might make the partner lose interest in them. They might feel that they're a pushover they may feel that they can get away with murder or they may feel like hey if I want to do something this dude is just going to buckle or hey I can get away with anything and this girl is just going to change for me and that right there in, in our society the way we grew up is a recipe for a lot of unfaithful behavior a lot of disrespect and just not actually having a good relationship as crazy as that may sound but i see it often i see it often i'm not gonna say weekly but every once in a while i'll run into a client that literally has this problem where they're scared to change for the better not because they're scared to grow but they don't want their partner to lose interest in them right and it sounds weird in the mind when you say it out loud and they don't want to compromise that they They don't don't want to compromise anything about their personalities they just want to just continue to be who they are and and expect you to just accept it. And that's frighteningly bad. Mm. That's bad. Like, you should be able to adjust. Like I said, not adapt, but adjust. Just to accept the fact of somebody who they are. But you have to be willing to adjust to people. Especially if you care about them enough. Because right. if you don't care about them enough, then why the hell are you with them? Why are you with somebody that you don't... Right, why would you want <laughs> Are you that bored? It could be. It could be bored. It could be a thing of boredom. It could be a thing of attachment. It could Is be the a sex thing. that good? It could be that. It could be that you deal with issues and you don't like to be alone. Like, you know, come on, man. It could be, you know, because a lot of us uh, attach. We our attachment styles of love yeah. are horrible. A lot of us are in relationships for the wrong reasons. But that's some of the reasons. That, that is what keeps us involved and it just keeps this toxic circle spinning and spinning and spinning until eventually it just falls off the rails mm-hmm. so. and, and some people they are scared to death to lose their person by healing themselves yeah and sometimes you just want to break that bridge so people we are not putting any judgment on anybody everything that we talked about we all go through it if you've been on this earth and you've related to a person you in a relationship so this is something that happens it's a dynamic that we don't talk about enough maybe we're scared to discuss it maybe we don't want to lose our partner by telling the goddamn truth but that would be stupid Mm. but it happens so the best way that we can you know help this get over this is to have open forum discussions like we're doing right now. And trust me, a lot of the shit we say, you 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 ain't going to agree with. Yeah. And a lot of shit that you say, I ain't going to agree with. No. But the one thing that we're supposed to do here is learn from each other because we all have different opinions, different perspectives, and we come from different walks of life. And that's what makes this gumbo so goddamn tasty sometimes. So, City P, you got something to say, bro? Well, you know what? There's one thing you guys are going to have to learn from us right here, right now. Is you got to learn to adjust to the fact that we are out of time. 
for this today's episode, and yes, you're going to yes, have to yes, wait yes. a week for another one. Yes, yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We hope you got some things to talk to your significant other about, kind of unpack your issues, and move on with your happiness. Mr. Bridges? I'm Dante Mildly Quiet Storms Bridges. And I am that dude, Steven, City P. Watson. And on that note, we're screaming peace. Not like this. It's but like this. It's the mildly quiet storm. It's the quiet storm. Get the hell out of here. We'll see you next week. What's this, Soul Train? What are you doing? Oh, shut up. up. What the- <laughs>